Welcome, everybody, to the Free Money Podcast. I am Matt Jones. It's been a while since we've talked to all of you, but we are here for a special March Madness edition. I don't think, Drew, we've ever done a college basketball version of this, but you know what? Kentucky's not in the NCAA tournament. We have more free time, so we thought, why not? I was just thinking that we've always wanted to do basketball, but the lines don't come out till the night before, so it's almost impossible during the season. But now it might be the beginning of a new tradition, the, the free money March Madness special. Yes, and with Dan Engelstad on TV, the coach of Mount St. Mary's in the first game of the tournament, that's how you know it's going to be exciting. Well, Jay and Lennon will join us in a second, but this edition of the free money podcast is brought, by our, brought to you by our friends at MyBookie. March is here and the madness has begun, so you need to go to mybookie.com. You can select the winners from all 67 tournament games in the MyBookie Bracket Contest, a chance at $10,000 in prizes. So you need to go now. You've got from now, well, I don't know what this time is that you're listening, but you have till Friday at noon to go to mybookie.com and do it. Now, if you don't get in in time, that's okay. Sign up at my. Well, no, it's telling me now, Drew, it's mybookie.ag. Did you know that's what it was? Uh, I didn't, but let's do some AG. Mybookie.ag, the promo code is free money. You can get a bonus up to $1,000. That's right, free money, mybookie.ag. It's the attorney general version of mybookie. You can do uh, the tournaments. You can do whatever you want. It's mybookie dot ag but use the promo code free money and you can get up to a thousand dollars in free money how nice that it's nice to be back with you fellas although i just saw drew a little while earlier jay and linden is is back looking like he is about to go play call of duty with some uh, young young kids how are you doing jay doing great man doing great well we haven't talked in three months that's all you got for me is doing great What's it's been it's been a crazy time for me since we've been gone my wife has been in texas for five weeks um doing travel nursing she's back i met her in little rock arkansas this weekend to pick her up and i love little rock arkansas i will go there again i went to the bill clinton museum in little rock arkansas there's that was really my only t- my only thing to do there but i'm glad you enjoyed it it was closed <laughs> well i'm sorry uh hopefully next time it will, be, it will be open was she there for because of all the the ice was she doing that thing with the or was it some other thing uh, it was covid nursing but uh she was there for the ice lost power at her hotel but we're all good now well good i'm glad to hear that well all right so let's talk just a second before we get to picking these first round games Drew, do you have general overall thoughts about betting during the NCAA tournament? Um, no, especially not this year. I think I might go a lot of underdogs uh, just because I think really anything can happen with the unique circumstances, no crowds. It's just been a really weird year. So I think in a lot of circumstances, I'm going to take the points when I can. That's kind of my only method I have this year. Yeah, I traditionally have been terrible at betting the NCAA tournament, like one year, I think I lost 12 of the first 13 games when we were on Hey, Kentucky. I just remember sitting there and just losing and losing and losing. 
Um, I don't know why, but I do feel like this is the year of the dog because anything can happen. I think outside of the top two teams uh, of Illinois and Gonzaga, I don't think anybody's any good, really. So I feel like anything can happen. Jay, do you have any tidbits that you've used through your uh, bachelor time over the last six weeks to come up with? Yeah, I do. I've done pretty well historically on the tournament. I think the thing I look for first is where I can get points and I like the team. And I think there's also some some nice money line bets you can make on some upsets as well, if you look at that. All right. Well, well we're going to get started here. And again, all of these suggestions are for, you know, for your betting pleasure, but do not get mad at us if you're wrong. We are not telling you to bet this stuff. As a matter of fact, I would suggest to you that in Kentucky, gambling is illegal and you should stay away from it. This is for people who are outlaws and lawbreakers. And you should really be careful with my picks since I went 0 for 7 uh, last Sunday uh, <laughs> to put my account all the way down at $0 just in time for the tournament. Well, good. That's so, as you can tell, we are the perfect experts uh, for this. By the way, I got a commitment today, just as a side note, Drew, from Joe Lenardi to do a bracketology about our OVW tournament. Ooh, that'll be nice. Uh, is he going to study up on all the He's gonna wrestlers are on the bubble? <laughs> I like that. Very Jay, excited you for the tournament. Going to come watch an OVW show at some point. I, I, I just might. I, I was a big Jerry Lawler fan back in the day. I like so. how you're considering it. I mean, you have friends that are running a company. Why wouldn't you come? Oh, I'm in. I'm in. All right. Sounds like you're excited. <laughs> okay, so let's get going. The West region. Uh, the first game, it looks like, is the winner of Norfolk State and Appalachian State versus Gonzaga. I would assume there's not a line on this, correct? There is not, um, but I will say Gonzaga is the 20th team to enter the tournament undefeated. And I guess, and I'm actually going to the Gonzaga game on Saturday. Do you think Gonzaga will win it all? Wait a minute, you're going to the Gonzaga game? What, what, why are you just dropping that in there? Well, I honestly, on a whim, Matt, I just went and I, I bought, you know, tickets when they opened up. It was $45 a ticket. And I thought, but you didn't know what game you were getting. So it was just a crapshoot. So I just thought, what the hell? Where are you and, going? Like, where, what, 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 which one are you going to? Bankers Field, which is I'm excited about, you know, where the Pacers play. Yeah. So my buddy just called me, and he's like, D I think we're going to buy tickets to the 7 o'clock game at Lucas Oil on StubHub and, and then walk down the street to the second game. So I'm, I'm taking my son. I'm excited. So what are the two games you get to see? Well, so Gonzaga. And the other game will be um, Missouri-Oklahoma. Huh. Those are pretty good games, Drew. I feel like he's – I feel like uh, my man is all of a sudden, you know, becoming a big college basketball fan, going to see the Zags. Yeah, I'm jealous. You know, you and I are at the tournament every year, and it, uh, it's been pulled from us because our team's not there. I didn't think about just buying tickets and going to have you know that. Why didn't we think of that? That was really – it's only two hours away. Like, the entire NCAA tournament is a drive away, and it, it literally never occurred to me to go. And Matt, until, until last Sunday, I had $45 for a ticket, so we could have pulled it off. The, the other great thing is gambling is legal in Indiana, so I will be able to do in-game betting while I'm sitting at the arena. I'm kind of excited. Wow. 
Well, I think I might try to go. I mean, I can't go to this. Maybe I'll go Sunday. I don't know that you've expanded my mind here for a minute to, to, to go do something. Look at you being all smart. All right, well, let's get started then. Well, we already did Gonzaga and we got nothing. So let's go to the second game you will attend, Oklahoma, Missouri. What's the spread? The spread right now is Oklahoma minus one. And I will say the Sooners have failed to cover in seven straight games as the favorite. Um, mm. I think right. Missouri's a really interesting team. Missouri has beaten Tennessee, Arkansas, Alabama, and Illinois this year. But they've been awful at the end of the year, and Oklahoma struggled at the end of the year. I still like Oklahoma, though. I think Missouri is maybe the worst team in the tournament, which, of course, means they'll make the final eight. But I will take Oklahoma to cover easy, Drew. I'm rolling with the SEC here. I know on our morning show, Ryan Lemon has Oklahoma winning the championship. But I, I think they're losing early. I, I'm confident in Missouri to play well. They're a tough team. Your boy Quanzo will have them ready. I'm taking the Tigers. Quanzo. Still not on fine bomb because of Quanzo. Because they're so sensitive at Missouri. Who That's you got, Jay? Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm all Kruger. What do you got, Jay? I'm rolling with Drew. I'm going to go with Missouri. But I don't feel strongly about that. But I'll, I'll go with Missouri there. I'm, I'm sorry you're so wrong. Creighton is a five seed. Their coach loves making bad analogies. And where <laughs> it wasn't the finest hour for, is it Doug McDermott or is that the player? What's the coach's name? Uh, Doug is the player. His dad is um, I'm Hank? Lucas. Mike. I don't know. <laughs> Is this? I'm just saying names. <laughs> I won't know who it is. Who's the coach's name? I don't know. Is, is Jay still with us? Who is the yeah, coach? I, I, I do not know the coach's name. Okay. All right. Well, either way, McDermott versus UC Santa Barbara. What is the line? The line, Creighton is favored by seven in this game. It's Greg. Greg McDermott. I knew it would come to me. It's Greg. Good right call. Good call, Greg McDermott. Uh, I'm going to say, I feel like Santa Barbara can win this game. I wish it was more points than seven, though. So I'm going to take Santa Barbara, but I would bet the money line, Drew. I'm not taking seven. I'm going money line. <coughs> uh, I'm not going to join you on the money line, but you know, the 512, that's where everybody likes to pick upsets. And if I'm going to get seven points, I, I think I'll take a chance here with Santa Barbara with the way Creighton ended their season and then their coach kind of getting a little bit of hot water at the end of the year. So I think uh, Santa Barbara plays them close. What do you got, Jay? You know, it's interesting. You see Santa Barbara was favored in, in every Big West game. They won the regular season and the conference. I'm going to take the Gauchos as well. Anybody know what a Gaucho is? It's like a turkey, isn't it? Argentinian cowboy. It's almost like a turkey. What was I thinking of? Way off. Uh, I did like when Bob Valvano did the show with me on ESPN, and we interviewed the Gauchos coach, and he gave a Mike Francesa, you know, coach, you've had some good games this year, you've had some bad ones, but you came together at the end, and I was like, ah, Bob Valvano has no idea what the Santa Barbara Gauchos did. Let's go to Virginia and Ohio. Jason Preston versus the fighting Tony Bennett, who might all have COVID for all we know. What's the line? 
So this game actually started at Virginia minus nine. It's at minus seven now. So I I picked Ohio to win today on the show. And I still, okay, so I'm, I'm, to me, there's two bets to make here, Drew. You either pick Ohio money line or you take Virginia to cover the spread. I think those are the two calls. So I'm going to split it. I picked Ohio to win on the show. I'm going to take Virginia to cover on this show. Uh, I'm taking Ohio to cover simply because we don't know what Virginia is going to roll out there with. It could be a bunch of bench warmers. That's unlikely, but it is a possibility that they're missing a lot of guys. And then, of course, Jason Preston can do anything. Uh, Ohio scores a lot of points, and Virginia does not give up a lot of points. So it's an interesting matchup, but I, I think Ohio will cover. You know, in the Kim Palm rankings, Virginia has the slowest tempo, and I make I think it makes them susceptible to lose some of these games. Um, Ohio is nine and one against the spread in its last 10 games. I'm going to take Ohio and Matt, I'm probably going to take Ohio money line as well. I'm flipping. You all convinced me. I'm back to Ohio. Should have never wavered. Rachel would not have been happy with me. All right. USC plays the winner of Wichita State and Drake. That's not a game available because at the time of this taping, we don't know who will win Wichita State and Drake. So we will move to the next one. Kansas against Eastern Washington, the fighting joy, the lady that called the show and said they don't get enough respect. They play on a red football field, which I don't think will have a huge impact on this game. What's the spread? It's Kansas minus 10 and a half. Well, that's not much, is it? I mean, that feels like Kansas a three fourteen. If I believe Kansas is healthy, then I think they cover the 10 and a half. I have no reason to believe they're not healthy, so I will take Kansas. What do you have, Drew? This one, I think at one point was 14, so there's been a lot of money on uh, Eastern Washington. I think Kansas will win the game, but I think they're due for another first-round scare. It seems like they have one of those every couple of years where it looks like they're about to lose. So I have this one coming down to wire. I'll take Eastern and Washington to cover. Matt, I kind of agree with you here. I, I think the thing is proven this year is when there's a COVID pause for a team, they don't play good coming out of it. I think Virginia's in much worse shape from what you hear, I, but I think Kansas covers here. I'm going with Kansas. Good. I like it. Jay and I are on the same page. Oregon and VCU. I'm not sure you could get two teams farther apart. Uh, Virginia Commonwealth is, of course, in Richmond. Oregon is in Liberalville out in Eugene. Who we got? What's the spread? Oregon's minus five and a half. Yeah, man, I tell you, they do a good job with these spreads. I feel like... uh, I feel like Oregon should be a favorite, but Oregon plays. I'm wearing an Oregon sweatshirt for goodness sake. Oregon plays uh, well in March in recent years. They've got bones Highland on VCU, but I'm still taking Oregon. I think they cover it. And uh, I like it. I think Oregon by a decent amount. I like Oregon here too. I think I've gone mostly underdogs, but as you said, they seem to always play well, sometimes even much higher than their expectations in March. So I think they play well against VCU and, and cover here. It's VCU's ninth tournament appearance in 11 years. Um, Ballard High School, Corey Douglas plays for VCU. Just for that reason, I'm going to go with VCU. Wow, look at you knowing the Ballard roster. What, where did his teammates, like where do they, where do they go to school? I have no idea. Oh, I thought you 
we're keeping up with them. I thought that was very nice of you. Iowa is playing Grand Canyon. What a Grand Canyon. Uh, Iowa has a lot of dudes who can shoot but can't guard anybody. Grand, Grand Canyon plays fast and loose. What do you got? Uh, what is happening here? Who? Does somebody have their music on? What's going on? It's not me. All right. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was minus 14 and a half. It's a tough one. I, the thing is, I think Iowa can blitz them because they can score so much. 14 and a half honestly feels pretty good to me, but I'm going to take Iowa. Uh, but the, I don't like this one. I, I may stay away from this in the actual bet. I'm going to take Iowa, too. I think they're just very excited to be a contender. They played well all year. Uh, I think they're going to try to make a big statement in their first game. When they get hot, they can really run someone out of the gym, and I think Grand Canyon might be on the wrong end of that uh, when they finally play. Is that one tomorrow? Whenever it is, uh, I'm going with Iowa. I think it's Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be a clean sweep here. I'm going to go with Iowa. They're the second-best offense in Ken Palm, and this is – Grand Canyon's first tournament appearance ever. So there's, I think they feel good just getting there. But I, I did want to say I loved what Iowa did at the end of the year. They retired Luca Garza's jersey in his last game. And I wish UK would do more stuff like that. It was really cool. See what they did to do that? Like, they, uh, I think they did something weird. Like, they, there was some player they had that, like, they, they did something. What was it, Drew? Like, there was some conflict. Yeah, I can't think of the player's name, but they have a legend there that's been waiting to get retired forever, and they keep pushing it down the road. Yeah, obviously that they were never going to retire anybody's jersey. And then they decided to retire Garza's, and the family of the guy was like, wait a minute, you always told us you weren't going to retire anybody. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we screwed that up. I can't remember who the guy's name is, but it's my fault. Anyway, but no, it's I think sometimes it's cool. <laughs> to retire while people are there. That's kind of a neat thing. Um, all right. We go to the South now. The uh, South has Baylor and Hartford. I interviewed Hartford's coach on ESPN radio, and he said that they were, that his team, I want to get the exact quote, was shockingly physical. That's what he said about Hartford. Shockingly physical, which I, when I watch this game, all I'm going to do is just sit there and look and see if I'm being shocked by how physical they are. What is the spread, Baylor and Hartford, Jay? 25 and a half. Big spread. Give me Hartford. I, there's no way Baylor's going to be ready for how physical Hartford is. Their coach was awesome. He was very excited. He thanked me for calling him, even though I didn't even know we were doing it until it started. So give me Hartford to cover the 25 and a half. Uh, Baylor hasn't looked as good as they started after their COVID pause, but I'm going to take them in this game because I just, I think with their defense, Hartford will be lucky to get 50 points. So I just need Baylor to get to about 80. And I think that's possible. I am going with Baylor here and I'm actually going to bet this game. Uh, Hartford lost to New Hampshire twice. Okay. So I, I don't think they're going to be ready when they see Baylor. How physical New Hampshire is. No dice. This is also the first time Hartford's ever made the tournament. And if there's one thing I know, when you go to the tournament for the first time, you're excited. Plus, there's a Drew on the other side. I cannot believe I'm the only team rolling with Hartford. 
go Hartford, cover that 25 and a half. I'm very excited about the next game, North Carolina and Wisconsin. This is a battle of two teams with very different styles of play. What's the spread? North Carolina's favored by a point and a half. I love Carolina here. I think they win. I think they win by 15. Their big dudes are good. You know, they've played pretty well at the end of the year. They probably should have beaten Florida State uh, to get to the finals. I like Carolina, and I think Carolina is going to give Baylor in the second round all they want. This is actually one of my favorite plays in the entire first round at one and a half. Roy Williams is 29-0 and 0 in the first round. I just need a two-point win from Carolina, who I already think is a much better team than Wisconsin. I definitely like the Tar Heels here. I am big on North Carolina here. They lead the country in offensive rebounds. Wisconsin hasn't beaten a turning team since January 27th. They've lost four or five and seven of ten. Big North Carolina there. They, it's so obviously North Carolina that Wisconsin's going to end up with. I was uh, confused why the spread was even one and a half. I, I was quite surprised it was that low. Yeah, me too. I feel like it should be like six, but, you know, hey, got a good chance of getting the heels. Villanova, without their best player, Colin Gillespie, is playing Winthrop, a team that only lost one game and should have won that game, could have been undefeated. What's the spread? Villanova's favored by six and a half points. I like Winthrop here. I think Winthrop can win because I think they can win. I certainly think they can cover the six and a half. Rock Hill, South Carolina will never be more excited than it's going to be whenever these two teams play. Give me Winthrop to cover. I like Winthrop too. Uh, Villanova's a good team, but without their point guard who hasn't been out very long, we don't really know what they are yet. So if I'm going to get six and a half points, I'll gladly take them. I'm going to agree with you guys here as well. I'm going to take Winthrop. Um, and I would also look at the over in this game. It's 143 because Winthrop plays an up-tempo game. So I like the over 143 as well. Good calls. We're kind of all on the same page here, except you're all's disrespect of Hartford. Um, beyond that, uh, things are going very well. Let's go to Purdue and North Texas. Frisco, stand up. What do you got? Purdue's a seven and a half point favorite. So North Texas plays, I believe, like almost slower than any team in the country. They average like, I think, 17 points a game is how many points they score. Purdue also plays very uh, slowly. So I will take the under. Whatever the whatever the over-under is, take the under. 126 and a half. Boy, that's so low. But going under, though, I really do. Uh, I mean, North Texas played Western, went into overtime, and, I, and they barely broke 50. So um, I'm going to take North Texas to cover. I don't know if they win, but no team will put you to sleep like a Purdue team, and then you throw another team that will put you to sleep. I'm taking North Texas to cover. I think I'm going to take Purdue here. I don't love it. In fact, I made up my mind right as I started talking. I started to go North Texas, but I kind of have them as a sleeper in my South region. So maybe they'll start hot and put them away early. So I'll, I'll go with Purdue covering the seven and a half. This calendar year, Purdue's 11, four and one against the spread. Uh, I'm going to take Purdue here, but I don't feel strongly about it just because it's going to be a lower scoring game. So that, you know, that would worry me a little bit. 
Texas Tech, the sixth seed, plays the Utah State Mormons. Texas Tech uh, has lost five games by two points or less, which makes me think they're a lot better than a sixth seed. Five games by two points or less. That's an amazing statistic. What's the spread? Texas Tech is right now a four-point favorite. Give me Tech. I love Tech here. Like, Utah State's good. But it's one of those teams. No one has seen Utah State play. Like anybody, like everyone claims I'm gonna they like that as an upset. I guarantee you, not one person listening to this show has seen Utah State play, doesn't knows where Utah State is. Forget it. Texas Tech. When you lose that many close games, you're due. They'll cover. What do you got, Drew? Well, I'll be one of the idiots taking Utah State. I'll admit I haven't seen them play. But I think this is going to be a severely boring game because they're both both low-scoring teams. Uh, I assume it's going to be a very low total. I just think it'll be close because there's not going to be a lot of buckets. The only thing that worries me here, Utah State's eighth on the Kim Palm defensive efficiency deal, and that usually ends up being a big deal. But, man, I pulled this. This is one of my stats I'm prouder of I pulled. Texas Tech has 10 losses, but all were against top four seeds in the tournament. So they're, they're used to play. I mean, all their losses are really good teams. I'm going to go with Texas Tech, man. Amazing, man. They, that, like, that's the kind of stat that makes you think they're a contender to go all to the Final Four. I mean, like, they've, they've lost the 10 games, all the top four seeds, and five of them were two points or less. They might be really good. And, of course, Drew bets the other way. Arkansas and Colgate. I saw on Twitter that this is the most bet game in the NCAA tournament by a lot. And what's weird is the money is evenly split between these two teams. So I can't figure out why America would just decide to care about Arkansas Colgate. It would make sense to me if they were all going on one side, but the fact it's evenly split and it's bet significantly more than any other game. Jay, do you have an explanation for that? Well, I think it's hard to read. Okay, here's a stat for you. Matt, Colgate has only played five teams this year. (laughs) I mean, think about that. They have only played five teams. (laughs) I I didn't realize that. I know they're top ten in the uh, net net rating. I know that. And this this is a big – I think this is one of the biggest over-unders. It's 161. So what's the spread? Arkansas – it started nine and a half. It's eight and a half. See, I think Arkansas is going to kill them. Like I, like I like. Maybe that's why everybody's putting it on. It is people. You either think Ark, you either think that's crazy, and Arkansas should be a ton, or you believe that only having played five teams, Colgate is really good. What a really bizarre game. I'm taking Arkansas though, big. I also like Arkansas. Colgate plays the fast pace like Arkansas does, and they kind of scare uh, the teams they play with it, but they're going to run it against Arkansas, which does it best, and they have not played any competition, so I think they're in for a pretty big surprise. I like the Razorbacks big. I'd bet this one much higher than eight and a half. Yeah, Colgate averages 86 points, which is – that's pretty crazy. But here's the deal. (laughs) Those five teams they played, if you look at them, they're terrible. So, like, they've seen nothing like this. And I think I'm, I'm betting this, and this will be one of my bigger bets this week is I'm yeah. big, big Arkansas here. I might, like, I might sell a couple of these stocks and bet them in Arkansas because it feels like that's the, feels like that's the play. 
I wouldn't Floor. sell any stocks right now if you've checked your portfolio in the last couple hours. What? Yeah, they're not. It's not. Things are not going well. Not, not a great day for the market. All right, just wait. Tomorrow will be a new day. Uh, Florida and Virginia Tech, the first game of the tournament. This game is now a pick 'em. Hmm. It's a tough one. I could see either of these teams winning. Honestly, uh, Virginia Tech is the weirdest team. They've beaten good teams and lost to terrible teams. Who knows about Florida? I mean, I, I thought Florida had kind of turned it around and then they sort of laid an egg against Tennessee. So I'm going to take Florida, but I have no confidence. It's funny this one is a pick and doesn't have a spread because when I filled out my bracket earlier, I stared at this game. I have no clue. This is the most 50-50 game for me. I have no strong opinion either direction. I, I'll say Florida just because uh, I'm a big fan of SEC basketball, but I have no idea what will happen in this one. You know, I thought coming into this, I was going to bet against Florida no matter who they were playing because, they, you know, they were four and five at the end of the year, two and seven against the spread. Um, but here's the – listen to this. Virginia Tech has only played three games since February 6th. So, I mean, I, I don't know how you can go either way free. here. So I'm going to I'm going to take Virginia Tech just because they've they've had some good wins, but I I wouldn't bet this game at all. All right. Finally, Ohio State and Oral Roberts. Um, I think it's funny how when I was a kid, Oral Roberts was like the creepiest televangelist of all. And now he's really only a college like people forget that he even existed and he produced a college that's really good at basketball. So I still find it weird. It'd be like if it was like Joel Osteen was just all of a sudden a college. That's what it is with Oral Roberts. But uh, what's the spread? Spread is 16. Ohio State's favored by 16. It's high. Still like Ohio State. They can light it up when they get high. And I feel like they'll do that. I'm taking the Buckeyes. I'm also taking the Buckeyes. I think they, uh, they can potentially make a long run into this tournament. And I think they'll cover here. You know, this will be interesting to watch. Um, the leading scorer in the NCAA plays for Oral Roberts. His name's Max Abnes. He has shot 208 threes this year. So put that in perspective. I think that, and they played less games. I think uh, Davion Mintz shot like 150 this year. And about 450 if we were going to have any good. This guy scored 42 in a game this year and 41. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's tough because Ohio State mid-February was almost a lock to be a one seed, and they kind of fell apart down the end. I'm going to take Oral Roberts. I think Ohio State wins this game, but I'm going to take a. I'm going to take Oral Roberts to cover the spread. Well, Ohio State lost four games in a row going into the tournament, but they were all against the four best teams in the Big Ten besides them, and then they went and nearly won the whole thing. So they're kind of a tough team to figure out. All right, let's take a little mid-level break. MyBookie.ag is your way to get all your uh, betting done. Put in the promo code free money and get up to $1,000 free. Go to MyBookie. They've been great with us all year, and that's how you place your bets. Just go to MyBookie. It's so easy. Why would you do anything else? Go to MyBookie. Now, uh, Jay, what is your Louisville restaurant pick of the week? I talked about Syrian Grill today on the radio, and Ryan uh, uh, decided, made a really stupid comment about how they all dress like Aladdin, which has got mad messages from people. But I feel like 
all of Ryan's statements should be graded on a curve on some level because he doesn't mean to be bad. What would you, uh, what would you have? So, so just, I'm apologizing on behalf of Ryan because that wasn't very nice of him. Jay, what would restaurant would you pick? Well, I thought you would ask me this. So I thought with this being our March madness edition that I would pick where I like to watch games and eat. And that will be right here in Linden, Joe's. I like Joe's. I've been to Joe's. Well, isn't it Joe's older than dirt? Yep. What did they not? Did they drop the older than dirt? Well, you know, it actually went out of business for a while and then came back. So they're, they're, they're back. And if you ever drive through Linden, you'll see there's a huge moose out in front of the, uh, the bar. So you say when they came back, they didn't feel like they could claim they were older than dirt anymore. So, yeah, so they, they were, just, I think they just went Joe. I like, they need to go back. Older than dirt's a great name. Uh, I'm glad to hear they're back, though. I remember hearing that they closed. I like that. When I first moved to Louisville, I didn't know where anything was. And I lived over there at Camden Oxmoor. And I would just cross the street at Camden and go into Linden. And I ended up at Joe's Older Than Dirt a lot. I like that place. Well, they have a ton of outdoor seating as the weather warms up. It's The place will be rocking. That's a good, that's a good cause. Have you, Jay, Jay, have you been to KS Bar ever? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. I saw you. Yeah, I, I think I've been five or six times. Oh, okay, good. I didn't know if you had been. I, so, you know, the one time I went, I think you came over and said hi, but Richie Farmer's there. So Richie's, you know, a bigger draw than Jay and Lyndon. Well, I mean, let's be real. I mean, we all have celebrity, Jay. I mean, there's there's the Jay and Lyndon level, and then there's the Richie Farmer level. What you didn't see is then Vince Merrill got there, and I made Richie leave and give up a seat. Then. So, like, there's levels to this. It happens. Um, all right. Illinois go to the midwest illinois and drexel drexel hasn't been to the tournament i think in like 25 years or something and they're here this year against an illinois team that's as hot as anyone in the country what's the spread 22 and a half yeah i like illinois to win by about a thousand so i'll take the line out what do you got uh, fun fact, the three teams that have been bet on the most are in this region and illinois is one of them I agree that they could win by up to 1,000 points, so I will take them to cover the spread. Drexel finished sixth in their conference, okay? I don't know why this is 22. If this was 40, I think I would bet it. I am betting Illinois, and I'm going to bet this one big as well. Well, wow. all right. Very strong words from, uh, from Joe's older-than-dirt aficionado. Loyola, Chicago against Georgia Tech. This game has – Looked like maybe the best game of the first round. And then Moses Wright, who's Georgia Tech's leading scorer, is out for the first two games with COVID. So I think I think Loyal Chicago was the favorite before, but I think they're even a bigger favorite now. What is it? It opened at two and a half, and it's up to five and a half now. See, the question is, do you believe in Loyola Chicago or do you believe that there's like a sister gene curve? You know, that's what you have to decide. And I cannot give the ACC champ, I can't, like, if I'm getting five and a half points with the ACC champ against the Missouri Valley and I get Josh Passner, one of the finest minds in the history of basketball, I have to take Georgia Tech. So I don't know if they're going to win or not, Drew, but you're giving me five and a half ACC versus Missouri Valley, I'm taking Georgia Tech. Well, I told you this region had the three most bet on teams, and one of them is Loyola. I'm, I'm going to roll with them. I agree. It feels weird. 
taking that team over the ACC champ. But, I mean, it's the dork Josh Pastner with his face shield and not his best player against Sister Jean in March. I'm taking Loyola. But that's the thing is it's, they're all everybody's betting because they like a nun. You give me a dork over a nun any day of the week. I don't know if I believe nuns. I thought she had great nun power the last time. I love nun. Nuns are sweet lady, but she talked trash about UK. And Josh Pastner did not. I'm taking Georgia Tech. What about you, Jay? And I I really think this is tough. I I really, I still haven't decided, but uh, I'm going to go with Loyal Chicago. I I just, Georgia Tech paper champs. I mean, they, they win because a team forfeited paper champs. Go with Loyal says nobody remembers how you won they just remember that you won i might put that on my voicemail (laughs) tennessee and oregon state i got a package in the mail today from the oregon state football staff member that listens to ksr it was a t-shirt this is what was interesting he gave me a hat which was awesome he gave me a hoodie which was a 2x which is what i like to wear in hoodies and then for reasons i'm not totally sure he gave me a 4X polo, which I which is a little big for me. So I gave it to Ryan, who claims he's going to wear it tomorrow to the bar, which I think will be really funny. But because Oregon State's playing Tennessee, I'm for him. What's the spread? Tennessee's favored by eight and a half points. I got Oregon State. I think they could win the game. I don't think they will, but I think they could. So if I get eight and a half through, I'm going to take it. Tennessee has been two different teams all year. I would not be shocked if they made it to the Elite Eight this year. I wouldn't be shocked if they lost to Oregon State. So for that, I'll take Oregon State with the spread being that high. I think they'll cover, but like I said, it, Tennessee it can be night and day difference. So we'll see which team rolls out rolls out of bed tomorrow. Matt, is Tennessee the worst team in America with two pros that start? I mean, I, two lottery, I mean, like Springer, they both could be lottery picks. <laughs> I mean, it's so, pretty bad. I'm going to take Tennessee here just because of those two guys. But I, I kind of look at Oregon State the way you described um, Georgetown is, man, I, you know, were they just lucky or – but I, I'm going to take Tennessee just because I think they're going to out-athlete them. I understand that, but they sent me a shirt, and then that has to account for something. Oklahoma State and Liberty – so here's the question. Do you believe in Liberty, not just the concept, but the school, because they have been very good, or do you believe in Cade Cunningham? It's a tough call. What do you, what's the spread? Started nine and a half, and it's seven and a half now, Oklahoma State. I can understand why. I mean, I, I don't know. I think Liberty covers, man. I think they can win. And if I think they can win, and you're giving me seven and a half, Cade Cunningham and Oklahoma State. I mean, I, it wouldn't shock me if they won this game by 20. But I think Liberty has a puncher's chance of winning and a good chance of keeping it close. So give me Liberty or give me death. Uh, everyone will get the Cade Cunningham NCAA tournament moment they want because this game will be close. Liberty plays really slow. They'll crowd the paint and stop Oklahoma State from doing what they want to do. They'll make them shoot. It will be ugly and close, and Oklahoma State will have to fight it out. They'll win. Like Cade Cunningham might have the buzzer beater or something cool, but they're not covering however many points you said, seven and a half, eight and a half, whatever it is. You know, for all of our UK fans, you know, remember this. We were in on all these players, so and you're going to puke yourself when you watch the tournament. We were in on Cade Cunningham. We were in on Jalen Suggs. 
and we were on Scotty Barnes for FSU. And when we watch all three of those guys, we're going to puke ourselves. If we'd had Cade Cunningham, I, I, I mean it. Like you give you put Cade Cunningham on Kentucky, then we're 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 a four seed or a three seed. I mean, we're our secondary guys are as good as Oklahoma State's guys. I mean, it's it's very frustrating, but. Who you got, by the way? I'm going to take Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State could go to the Final Four, and I think they could lose this game. So I'm not going to – it's a tough one. You look at Tennessee, Oregon State, Oklahoma State, that little pod, I could see all four of those teams getting to the Sweet 16. Couldn't you? Definitely. So I keep taking underdogs. Yeah. San Diego State and Syracuse. Uh, when San Diego State was playing the other night, I realized for the first time that Steve Fisher is no longer their coach. Um, so what is the spread? San Diego State's favored by three. Oh, I see. I love, I love San Diego State here. I think Syracuse are frauds. Jim Beheim has become just the worst old man sitting at McDonald's complaining about the young whippersnappers. So give me San Diego State to cover. I love them for that reason, too. Just that Jim Beheim has become unbearable and insanely rude in his press conferences. Yeah, he's rude. And his wife's from Middlesbrough. You'd think he'd know how to be nice. Yeah, I, I'm going with San Diego State. And I hate to hear that about Steve Fisher, that he doesn't coach there anymore. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Syracuse is in this game as 11 seed every year. Like, it's like every year now, this is the game they're in. And one I, year they – Final four when they barely got in the tournament. You remember that? I'm going to take San Diego State as well. All right. Uh, West Virginia plays Moorhead. Preston Spradlin, a good Eastern Kentuckian, against Bob Huggins, who once gave me a cease and desist order. Um, that I can tell you who I want to win, but what's the spread? West Virginia's favored by 13. I love Preston but I think this is going to be bad, so I'm taking West Virginia. I'm with you. I'll be rooting for Moorhead State, uh, obviously. Uh, I'm going to go with West Virginia. That's just been a tough conference. They've played a lot of tough games. I, I think they're due for a big win here. I'll also note Moorhead State is only one of two teams who have not received any bets to win the entire title out in Vegas. Moorhead, oh, really? State, Moorhead yeah. State and Utah State are the two teams that no one has taken to win at all. Huh, that's odd. Okay, and what what do you have, Jay? Man, I called your post game show after the Kentucky Moorhead State game, and I was all high on Kentucky and man, how things have changed. Moorhead State's actually won at last twenty one games are twenty and one, um, but I think all that comes to a screeching halt. I'm taking West Virginia. After that Moorhead State game, I said this Kentucky team would compete with the twenty seventeen team for the fourth best team of the Cal era. Not my finest prediction. Clemson, all right, here's the battle of two teams that I couldn't have even told you were good. Clemson and Rutgers, two teams that there's no scenario I could imagine watching either of these teams play. At the bar tomorrow when the game is on, I'm going to ask that the televisions be turned off so that this game is not on any of the channels and we only watch the other three. What is the spread? And to add to all this, the over-under is 125 and a half. Uh, <laughs> Rutgers is a one and a half point favorite. I'm going to take Rutgers only because I also interviewed their coach on ESPN. His name is like Steve Feichel. And he said to me, when I said hello to him, he said, I'm a fan of your work, which I think they complete lie, but I like when people lie to me with compliments. So I will take Rutgers and Steve Feichel. 
I don't know anything about this game, but in the anytime I catch tournament talk on TV or if I'm reading something online, people act like they love Rutgers, and I, no one ever explains why. They're just they're like, oh well, obviously Rutgers in this game, and they move on. I don't I don't understand. Michael says that to everyone, and so all the media is like, he loves me. I guess, but I I, I don't want to be different. I'm going to ride the wave, and just for whatever reason, everyone loves Rutgers. I love them too, but I agree with you. I have no interest in watching this game. Yeah, I, this has to be the worst game of the tournament. I didn't realize this. Rutgers hadn't been in the NCAA tournament for 30 years. Um, Clemson's actually had a couple decent wins, so I'm going to go with Clemson. I will give Rutgers this. They are the punchline to that really good Jim Valvano story. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? The, the story he told in his last speech where he, was, he read he – was, he, was he was like a freshman coach for Rutgers – and he read a Vince Lombardi speech to get himself ready. And he was like, and Vince Lombardi said something like, the, 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 I only, the only thing I want you to focus on more than basketball is I want you to focus on your family, your God, and the Green Bay Packers. And he, and he like practiced it and he went thing. He was supposed to say your family, your God, and Rutgers basketball. And he got in there and he messed up and he said, your family, your God, and the Green Bay Packers. That's how it goes. Comment. He told it better than me, but that was the Devin. Houston and Cleveland State. So, you know where this game is? This is kind of interesting. Isn't it at the like flea market or the the pavilion, like wherever? It's at Assembly Hall. Kelvin Sampson back at oh. Assembly Hall. Well, so, one of the one Houston. of the sites for this tournament is like a convention center or something. I think it's like, but anyway, you're right. He's going back to Assembly. Houston's favored by 19 and a half. Yeah, I'll take Houston. Cleveland State, the only thing I know, they beat Indiana in like the 80s. But otherwise, uh, I'm going to take Houston. Houston is the third most wagered team. I will also ride the wave with the public and take Houston to cover. They've won a lot of games by a lot this year. I see no difference tomorrow against Cleveland State. Matt, you know how you've talked a lot this year about uh, – Ken Palm's luck ranking that Kentucky's yeah. like Cleveland State is the number one luck team in America. Houston is or Cleveland State? Cleveland State. Uh, Kentucky is third from the bottom at that now, which is unbelievable. But but so Cleveland State's the luckiest. So you got to take Houston, right, Jay? I'm taking Houston for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. By the way, if this game is close, what are the chances they break in and go, Houston, we have a problem? It's going to happen. Go and they do it every year, and it makes, it makes me mad every year. Michigan is playing the winner of Mount St. Mary's in Texas Southern. They're playing right now. Mount St. Mary's is up 10 at halftime, but oh, no line for that. LSU and St. Bonaventure, I think a sneaky good game here. Jay, LSU I think is really good. They're underseeded. They should probably be up six. But St. Bonavich is really good, too. So, I, I, what's the line? LSU's favored by a point and a half. Yeah, it's a tough game. I, I think LSU could beat Michigan next round. As a matter of fact, I picked it. But I also could see them losing this game. I think they win. So I'm taking LSU. But this is one, I, when I turn the TV off of Clemson Rutgers, I will make sure it's turned back on for this. After watching LSU in the SEC tournament, 
and uh, how they almost pulled that off. I'm not betting against Smart and Watford and, and Cam Thomas. Those guys, when, when they're on, they can be just about anyone, and I expect them to have a good tournament. They're kind of one of my sneaky sleeper picks in that region, so I have them covered here in the first round. This should be a pretty good game. Um, St. Bonaventure is 7-1 against the spread in the last eight games. LSU is eighth in the country in scoring, but their their scoring defense is 125. Over under here is 143. I'm going with LSU. Yeah, I like that over, by the way. Uh, all right. Colorado, Georgetown. This will be my Matt Jones 3,000-star lock of the week. I don't even care what you tell me the spread is. I'm taking Colorado because I love Patrick Ewing. I think it's a great story, but they stink. And Colorado is going to win. I believe it was five and a half when I saw it. What is it now? It's six and a half now. I still take Colorado. I don't even, you know, every the only fact I know about Colorado basketball is that they have they're the last school in America with the goals hanging from the ceiling, um, which is you know not relevant to this game. But they will beat Georgetown in coverage. I agree with you that Georgetown has been overhyped and celebrated since Patrick Ewing's big moment. But I, I'm looking at them, you know, they're kind of like Kimball Walker and UConn. They're just getting started. They found their footing at the exact right time. I think they'll cover against Colorado. And I actually have no faith in that, but it sounds good. Colorado's one of eight teams um, to be in the top 30 in offensive and defensive efficiency on Kim Palm. I right. totally agree with Matt here. I'm taking Colorado. Anybody know the name of Colorado's coach? Do not. Here's the I tell here's the reason I said the answer is Tad Boyle. I was I was searching because Charles Barkley wasn't on the selection show, so I was searching trying to see is Barkley still going to be on the tournament, and the answer is yes. And someone on the Denver Post wrote an article called "Tad Boyle Deserves Charles Barkley's Respect," and I was like, I want to read that. What did Barkley say about Tad Boyle? And the whole column was just that Tad Boyle is good. And people need to acknowledge him. And he just randomly put Charles Barkley in the thing, which I thought was really mean. Like, Barkley's never, Barkley probably doesn't even know that guy exists. And they wrote an article that was like, Charles Barkley doesn't respect Tad Boyle enough. Those make you think that, oh, what has Charles said now? I got to click this and see what, he, what he's doing. And, I, and then at first they said nothing about him. He just, that was the point of the article. He could, they could have written, Drew Franklin should respect Tad Boyle more. Like, I didn't know not talking about a person means you don't respect them. But, all right, Florida State and UNC Greensboro. So, last year, if you remember, Florida State would have been a number one seed going into the tournament. And I, I wrote this down because I thought, this, when's the last time Duke won the ACC regular season? Uh, it's probably been a while, actually. I mean, you know, even when they – what, 2010, maybe? It was 2010, but it was a share of the lead. So they it was with another team. The last time they won it outright was 06. That kind of blew my mind thinking about it. Virginia and Florida State have really dominated this, the ACC in the last couple of years. The spread here is Florida State 10 and a half. Hmm. All right. So UNC has a guy named Isaiah Miller who has scored 25 or more 10 times, which is the number one uh, stat like that of anyone in the tournament. Um, I just wanted to say that because I wrote it down and didn't get to say it on ESPN and I didn't want it to go to waste. Um, with that said, 
uh, Florida State, I think, is going to the Final Four. I think Leonard Hamilton, this is his year. He deserves it. And they uh, win by enough here to cover. I love Florida State here. I also have Florida State in the Final Four. I thought last year was going to be their year. They ended um, the ACC, before when the season ended, they were on quite a run, got ripped away from them. They were going to be a fringe one or two seed. I think uh, they make up for it this year and reach the Final Four, and it starts with covering uh, against UNC Greensboro. You all hear what happened to Leonard Hamilton today? What? Getting off the bus, he tore his Achilles. Oh, that stinks. Leonard Hamilton is 72 years old. I would give anything to look like that when I'm 72 years old. Looked up on the TV screen and I saw Greg Gumbel and I thought to myself, Leonard Hamilton and Greg Gumbel have not aged in 40 years. Greg Gumbel looks the exact same like he did in 1985 when he started doing the tournament. And so does Leonard Hamilton. They showed Leonard Hamilton on the 1978 documentary a couple nights ago and it could have been a current photo. Yeah. Who you got there, Jay? I'm going with Florida State as well. All right. BYU plays the winner of Michigan State, UCLA. Unfortunately, that game is not finalized. I'm taking Michigan State in both those games, but it doesn't matter because we don't have a line. So Texas played Abilene Christian, a game that is on my upset watch. What's the spread? Texas is favored by nine. Boy, 14 is only getting nine points, which shows you – I'm going to take Abilene Christian because I picked them to win. I wish they was getting about 14, but I still take the Abileneans. Uh, I'll go Texas. Just they had such a different or difficult conference run. Uh, I don't expect much of them out of the, the entire tournament, but I will take them to cover here. You know, Shaka Smart is only two and six in the tournament since he took BCU to the Final Four and, and 11. But hey, Matt, you're disrespecting the defending NIT champs, Texas. That's right. You know, there's some stat that says win the NIT, like the next year, you, I think it's like you definitely go to like the second round of the tournament or whatever. I, there's some stat about that, but I don't care. I'm still taking that. The Big 12 tournament has been going on since 97. And Texas is the first team from the state of Texas to win the Big 12 tournament. I'm going. Isn't it Kansas and Iowa State have won it's it. Or? Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Abilene, here's another stat for you. Abilene Christian has had 34 players taken in the NFL draft. Just because of that, I'm going with Abilene Christian. <laughs> that is a weird stat. Look at you with all the weird stats. UConn and Maryland. A great game in 2003 is a 7-10 matchup this year. James Boonite is the best player. You probably haven't watched play much. What's the spread? UConn's favored by three. All right. I'm taking UConn. I like uh, games like this where teams are even. Give me the team that's got the best player. And James Boonite is the best player. So give me UConn. I like UConn a lot here. Uh as you say, Boo Knight's one of the best players in the tournament. You always got to like a team that has the best player on the court. And then UConn's also sneaky. They're top 25 in both offense and defense efficiency. So they're a good team with a great player. I like them to cover here. UConn's gone under in their last 14 games 11 times. The over-under here is 130. So maybe look at that. Um, I don't feel strongly about this, but I'm going to go with UConn as well. 
All right. I just turned on the uh, Wichita State Drake game, and I see Charles Barkley just out here disrespecting Tad Boyle. Hadn't even mentioned his name yet. What a jerk. Uh, Alabama and Iona is our final game. Two fiery coaches with Nate Oates and Ricky P. What is the spread? 17 points. 17. I think Bama covers it. You know, everybody's like, oh, Rick, Rick, Rick. Still, it's Rick. Nate Oates, they can score 50, at, you know, in a half, both halves. I, I can see easily this gave me like 178. So I will take uh, Alabama to win. This is a big trap game for Rick Patino's career since uh, their win in the conference championship was the biggest game of his career, uh, his most <laughs> fond memory. Uh, played there at the Atlantic City Casino with no crowd. I, th I think uh, they come out flat after such a monumental win for his career, and Alabama completely destroys them. I'd take any number with Alabama here. Have you ever been to Atlantic City, by the way? I have. Good time. Very dirty. I was gonna, you, so you, I was going to say, I, I find it to be really depressing. Like, it's like it's like Vegas, but Vegas sort of mixed in with Tupelo and it's like it's sad and you walk in and it's it like has the potential to be awesome but it's not and it's I, I, I find it very depressing I mean I, I've been to Reno and Reno has its own little charm for being kind of but I don't find Atlantic City to have any charm do you? I have some great stories that would be good for a podcast one day, but not much charm. Like Vegas, you sit down with other people vacation. Everyone's excited. Atlantic City, you sit down and you're like, are you, you okay? Is this people betting their last dollar kind of takes the fun out of it. And honestly, I feel like there are like 180 seasons of the Jersey Shore in every restaurant and club. Like everyone looks like Mike, the situation in Atlantic City. It's I don't think I'll ever go back there. And I'm someone who likes to gamble, but I don't think that's going to happen. What do you got, Jay? I, I want to give a shout-out to Isaiah Ross because I actually feel bad for the Iona players because there's been no talk of the players. It's all been Patino, Patino, Patino. So Isaiah Ross is Iona's best player. Um, Matt, over-under here is 147 and a half. That's mm, a pretty big I, number. Um, yeah. But I'll be cheering hard for Alabama. I'm taking Alabama. Yeah, you still – like, you know, some people are softening on Rick. You you have not done that, have you, Jay? No, I'm lockstep with Drew on this. I'm I'm not softening at all. I will boo him if he comes to Rupp. Well, just for the record, I haven't softened on him either. I just think sort of like how, you know, wrestling was better when, you know, I don't know, Sergeant Slaughter was a bad guy or whatever. We need – Batman has to have the Joker – and I feel like, Drew, having Patino back in our lives is, is fun. I agree. That's why I'm hoping, uh, A, that he loses every game he plays, starting with the Alabama game. But I would like to see him go to Indiana, so maybe we could revamp uh, kicking his ass every year. I really enjoy that. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. So so this is, our, this is the Free Money Podcast. We may do one for the Sweet 16. For those of you listening to this, Come on out to the bar on Friday and Saturday. We'll be around. I think I'm going to even do my ESPN show from there. Uh, that I was, <laughs> I said, do you all care if I do it from there? And they were like, well, we like background noise. And I was like, well, there's going to be a lot of background noise. So, um, so I'm going to maybe do it from there Friday and Saturday. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, 
come on out and join us. Uh, there are all kinds of specials, and you can win $100 for each game. You know, Jay, where are you going to watch the games this weekend? Well, I guess Friday I'll, I'll watch them at home, but Saturday again I'm going. You're going – oh, that's right. You're going. So, you, so, you, so your big pitch for Joe's older than dirt, you're still not – you're not going? Screw Joe and his dirt? Well, it, it may be too crowded, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I think it'll be pretty crowded. Yeah. Well, well, we'd we'd love to see those of you out here at KS Bar. I, we've never see. I don't know what it's going to be. We've never had the tournament without Kentucky, so I don't really know what that's going to be like. You know, the the I don't know. Do you think people in Lexington, Louisville, like we're usually the number one rated place? Jay, you think people are still going to watch it in big numbers? I hope they do. But do you? Be better if you could gamble in Kentucky, Matt. Might be a little more enthusiasm for it, but. Uh, I think people are, it's, it's starting to pick up a little. I think people, uh, I got like five pools I need to enter tonight. So I need to, that's going to be, I'm going to stay up and do that. You know what? Mm, I'm glad you said that. I've got the Bobby Bones Calcutta tonight uh, where all the new country stars, Drew, are going to be. <laughs> I'm not letting Luke Bryan win my money tonight, Drew. You just let, let you know that. Are you one of the new country stars? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not one. He's invited me because he said uh, he, he, he thinks it would be fun, but I don't know. I think Luke Combs, I'm going to take all his money. Who do you think, by the way, if you were doing a Calcutta, who do you think would provide the best value in this tournament? It's such a wild turn. I have no idea. Arkansas? Well, not with those guys. With, not with Bobby with Bones. Bones in it. You know, Florida Florida State. Florida State. Because I think Florida State can win it. And they're a four seed. Like, honestly, if you were, if I was ranking the teams that can win it, I'd go Gonzaga one, Illinois two, and I might put Florida State three. I like that. I'd, look in, I'd also look in the Midwest because, like you said, anybody, Houston, Oklahoma State, Tennessee, Illinois, I mean, you could have something weird happen there. You could, but none of those teams are going to beat Illinois. Yeah, that's right? true. That's true. I agree with you there. To me, the weirdness is going to be in Michigan's bracket. Because, I, I mean, like, nobody's good in Michigan's bracket. Well, I mean, Alabama's good, but they could lose because they could get cold. I think, Drew, you could see some really weird team come out of there. Oh, that might be your value bet, bracket. though, is, is Michigan. Because so many people are devaluing them. You might be able to get Michigan on the cheap. Yeah, maybe. Well, listen, what great job preparing, uh, Jay. That was a lot of fun. And, Drew, I'm excited to get the tournament going. I will see you tomorrow at the uh, Bar Grill. Thank you all very much for listening. And uh, hopefully we might see you next week um, from the Free Money Podcast.